Today we're going to talk about boldness in ministry to Muslims. It's very important for us to deal with the attitudes in our hearts, and boldness is one of the most critical in relation to ministry to Muslims. One reason for that is as I travel around the world, I have seen a lot of workers, uh, whether in the United States here with international students, uh, especially Muslims, or in North Africa, in the Middle East, Africa, Asia, Malaysia, uh, and many other countries I have uh, visited frequently, I find um, a kind of timidity and fear and holding back uh, that needs to change if we're going to make a difference in the Muslim world today. And I want to begin by going to the book of Proverbs, verse, uh, chapter 28, verse 1, uh, where I got the title of our topic from. It says here, God's Word, The wicked man flees, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. When uh, I read this uh, verse a few years ago, I imagined someone running in the streets, hiding behind cars, behind buildings, hiding behind trees, and looking always uh, behind him uh, in fear. And, uh, and uh, somebody watching from a balcony would wonder, why is this person afraid? Especially that there's no one running after him. And so many times uh, uh, our fear is not justified. There is justified fear. But I'm not talking about the justification or excuses for fear today, but about the unjustified fear. I was in Turkey in, uh, a few years ago speaking to a group of men, and uh, many of them admitted that they are paralyzed by fear. A number of them came forward at the end, uh, repenting with tears, some of them, uh, because of that fear. And why would you be afraid in Turkey? Why would you be afraid in a country that is democratic and has opened uh, the door for uh, freedom of expression? And uh, the second part of this verse says, the righteous are as bold as a lion. We as Christians must not be chickens. We must not be so afraid that we run away every time there's somebody who moves a little bit. Uh, toward us. Um, and the word lion in Hebrew here is a baby lion, a cub. So uh, everyone who's righteous um, needs to be bold anyway, not just those working with Muslims. So boldness must be a, a character trait of the Christian. Now, boldness is not really natural to us. Um, the uh, Bible is filled with stories of men and women who have uh, been afraid. Uh, God calls them to a task, and they say, Lord God, <laughs> I don't want to do it. I'm not really adequate. Uh, Moses was one of these people. In uh, the book of Exodus, chapters 3 and 4, uh, when God says to him, I'm come down now to uh, rescue my people and save them from Egypt, from oppression, Moses was very glad. He said, great, go ahead and do it. But then uh, God said to him, you go. And uh, that's when Moses began to argue with God. 
well, what if they don't understand who you are, they don't believe me, they don't trust me, I'm not adequate, I can't speak very well, and so on. And God kept assuring him, assuring him, I am with you, I'll be with you, I'll help you, I'll, uh, may, uh, I'll give you success. And yet Moses was feeling inadequate. At the very end, the fifth time that Moses reacts toward God, he says, well, honestly, I don't want to go. And so all these fears and all these excuses are basically because there's a rebellion inside his heart. He does not want to go. And so many times our fear is an excuse for our disobedience. And we need to be uh, aware of this problem. Gideon felt inadequate. Um, and he said, who am I? I'm from a small tribe. I, I can't do this. Uh, Jonah even ran away. He believed in what God was calling him to do, but he just was too frightened to do that. And many others as well. And God kept assuring them, do not be afraid. And they ended up in the end doing what God told them to do. So today, my brothers and sisters, let's shed fear and let's open our hearts and trust God and be bold in our work. Fear pre prevents you from uh, doing the job, from uh, fulfilling God's uh, calling on your life. <clears throat> the uh, Bible com uh, com uh, condemns um, uh, cowardliness. Uh, in uh, Revelation 21, verse 8 says, The cowardly, uh, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexual immoral, those who practice magic, the idolaters and the liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. He includes with all these terrible sins, uh, cowardliness. So boldness is, uh, is the answer to that. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 12 talks about uh, b uh, boldness. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Our hope in Christ is what gives us uh, the courage and the boldness we need as we enter ministry. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, uh, the Bible says, God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and self-discipline. And in Acts chapter 4, this is an amazing story. Here's John and Peter. Uh, being persecuted, beaten, put in jail, warned never to speak about Jesus again. Peter didn't just collapse and say, oh, oh I'm sorry, I didn't, you know, I didn't know. Uh, a lot of people today, they say, I can't do this or that because it's illegal in this country. I was told it was illegal to print the Bible in 1982 in Egypt. I went ahead and printed it anyway. I was told you cannot enter this country um, because they wouldn't give you a visa. I made it anyway. God made a way where there was no way. And so here's John and Peter facing the authorities, and Peter says to them, you judge among yourselves. Must we obey you or God? And that is the kind of boldness we need in our day-to-day. -day. Typically, if somebody gets a little bit persecuted, I know a lot of people get a little bit of threat, either an email or a phone uh, message saying we're going to kill you, or we're going to destroy your family or whatever. We fall apart, 
and we get on the next plane and run away, uh, we need <laughs> faith. We need to be bold. The Lord gave me uh, uh, faith to trust Him to stay in Lebanon during the war uh, for six years. Um, my wife and I and two children uh, continued to labor uh, in ministries in Lebanon as I was translating the Bible, even though I had many reasons to run away. had many reasons to just take the next plane or any opportunity to leave the country. I was kidnapped to be killed with guns, over two, three hundred guns pointing at me. And yet when I left, I said, Lord, I am here. You saved me from this. You're going to save me from another one. And my house was destroyed. had a lot of difficulties and threats on my life, even by name. They knew my address. They knew where I lived. They knew how I was moving around. And if God willed it, I would have been dead many times over. But uh, every time God saved me from a difficult situation, gave me more boldness and faith to trust Him with my life. And uh, what can we do? If we run away from, uh, uh, from the field, we could be killed by a truck. We could be killed by a drunk driver. Uh, so we must uh, remember that our lives in his, uh, are in His hands and we must not be afraid in ministry to Muslims. Whether you're dealing with one Muslim or a Muslim country, boldness is the principle we need to follow. Now, I have four elements, four different ways we must be bold in our ministry. And uh, here I haven't gotten yet to the practical, and I promise you we will get to the practical, where we're going to say, when you meet a Muslim, what are you going to say to them? How are you going to answer their questions and so on? But I'm establishing in the beginning of this course some foundational attitudes and spiritual principles that are needed for us to be effective when we get to the practical and to the strategies. So, first of all, uh, there are four elements, as I said, of boldness. Uh, Ephesians 6.10 tells us, Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Boldness is a character trait of the Christian. We must be bold in everything. Why? Our boldness does not come from our confidence in ourselves. It does not come because from our strength or uh, sheer stubbornness, because that would be foolish. And there are a lot of scriptures about false boldness, which I don't have time to address right now. But uh, we must have a true boldness based on faith and trust in God and in His power. Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. And uh, God was telling Joshua in chapter 1-6, Be strong and courageous, for I will be with you. So the first element of boldness is that we are bold by character. As a habit, we must be, uh, develop boldness. Even if you, are, if you run a race, Run it hard. If you're doing a business, do it very well. The Bible says in uh, Psalm 1, it says, The righteous is like a tree planted by the river. It prospers all the time and bears fruit all the time. 
because the source of energy and power is the Lord himself. Uh, in Deuteronomy 6, 5, says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. That's the kind of boldness I'm talking about. When we do anything, we do it with all of our heart. Deuteronomy 28, 13, The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. That's the spirit of the Christian. A bold spirit based on faith in God. The second area of boldness is bold in faith. Boldness in faith. What does it mean to be bold in faith? Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11. In Hebrews we have story uh, uh, over story, many stories. A whole cloud of witnesses of people who are bold in their faith. And the whole chapter is about faith. Begins with definition of faith, continues to talk about the men and women of faith who have trusted God in difficult situations. Um, it says in verse 33, Hebrews 11, uh, Those men and women, through faith, conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, and they even shut the mouths of the lions. Why are we timid today? The God of Abraham is our God. The God of Daniel is my God. The God of the Bible is my God, who has uh, been there with people in all of their difficult situations, the hardships. And if you read uh, Hebrews 11, you will see uh, the list of all those and the situations that God saved them from. In 1 Peter 5, verse 9, as there's something for us that we need to stand on very firmly today. It says, resist the devil. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. When God tells us to be bold in faith, he recognizes that there is suffering. We are called not only to believe in him, but to also suffer on his behalf in Philippians 1 verse 29. And 1 John 5, 4 says, Everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Our faith is the secret for our boldness and our strength and our power. And 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, We live by faith, not by sight. You don't have to have everything sorted out when you go on the mission field. You don't need to know everything when you go to reach Muslims. All you need to do is trust Him, obey Him, and be bold, and God will help you. Faith is not for wimps. If you are a wimp, you do not believe in God, because God has all authority, all power. First Corinthians sixteen thirteen says, Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be men of courage, be strong. Anybody entering into the Muslim world, knowing the difficulties, the hardships, the possible sufferings that might come uh, from that, needs to realize that it is by faith 
that we go to uh, this very difficult field. Second Corinthians 3, 4 says, Such confidence as this is ours through Christ before God. So we have confidence. We have boldness because of who he is, not who we are. Second, uh, thirdly, we must be bold in prayer. Brothers and sisters, it's not all about how to reach Muslims. This whole course is supposed to be about how to evangelize uh, without prayer. It's like we're saying to God, I don't need you, God. I can take care of it myself. And uh, I have learned that uh, there's nothing I can do uh, unless God is involved. In Hebrews 4.16, it tells us, Let us approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. When we go before God, before the throne of God, we come with confidence. That's the kind of boldness we need so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in every time of need. And we need him badly when we go to reach Muslims. We need the, the boldness in prayer that Elijah had. Jehoshaphat, when Jehoshaphat in, uh, was faced with the, in Second Chronicles 21 uh, to 30, the whole chapter, when he was faced with a vast army coming toward him, what did he do? He didn't just frantically run away or, or take up arms. He just said, Lord, we have this vast army coming against us. What shall we do? Our eyes are upon you. This is the kind of faith and this is the kind of prayer. He called for a day of fasting and prayer before he did anything. And God assured him. And he said, you will not fight this battle for the battle is the Lord. Do you have the faith to trust him in prayer to make a way where there's no way? I remember many times on my knees I asked God, for a soul, I continued to persist in prayer so that God may give me that, that person. And God answered prayer in many cases, not in all cases. I prayed for Kurdistan one time on my knees for three months before the Lord uh, confirmed his calling for me to go to Kurdistan. And thankfully, as a result, printed the Bible into Kurdish. And we've seen thousands of Kurds come to know Jesus Christ. And one of them is on my staff now. We must hunger and yearn for God in prayer and seek Him. It says, ask of me, I will give you the nations. Without prayer, we're telling God, I don't need you. I can do it on my own. And we all recognize our inadequacy. And so we need to open the gates of heaven through prayer. Let us not just pray a few minutes here and there. But let us be devoted to prayer. As it says in Acts 4, they were devoted to prayer together. And the room shook when they prayed. We must shake the heavens and the earth in order to get one soul out of darkness into the lights of Jesus, out of hell into uh, his presence in heaven. And the fourth element of boldness is boldness in witness. 
And this is our, the whole course is about witnessing. But we need to be bold as Christians. The righteous is bold as a lion. We need to be bold in our faith, in our prayer. But all of this will be nothing if we don't actually step out in faith, knowing that God has answered our prayer ahead of time, and we go out to speak boldly. Amazingly, when Peter and um, John, in Acts chapter 3 and 4, when they were threatened and they were taken to um, jail and beaten and sent, uh, sent away with warning never to speak about Jesus again, they went together and they prayed. They prayed with the brothers who just couldn't believe that these people left uh, the jail. They were released. And what did they pray for? They prayed that they would speak the word boldly. Amazingly, they've been bold, and yet they asked for more boldness. They asked for open doors. And what did they do? They went straight back where they were arrested. Not like today, if we're kicked out, we never come back. We, and we have every excuse in the world not to come back. We need to uh, do the job that God called us to do by any means. And we have ample examples by the life of Jesus himself, who was bold, fearless, even though the Bible comments many times in the Gospels that they were after him to catch him and to kill him. Knowing that in the crowd there are people who are trying to kill him, he continued to boldly witness and declare uh, uh, repentance from sin. Paul, in the same way, he was warned not to go uh, because they will arrest him. He says, I'm willing not only be arrested and jailed, I'm willing to die for Jesus Christ. And so this is the kind of boldness we need, brothers and sisters, uh, to go out boldly and not be afraid of anyone. When you face a Muslim who is resisting you, what do you do? Boldness is not stupidly shouting and screaming or standing on a ladder in the streets. Uh, boldness is being open about your faith. The, uh, the Greek word actually, which is par, uh, parhesia, means to speak publicly and openly. That means not to hide, not to be in secret. Uh, uh, secret work, like in the corners where nobody watches, does not go anywhere. I have found that when a Muslim sees your boldness, that you're willing to even die for this message, the message becomes much more powerful and they're much more open to receiving it because you're giving it with passion. You're putting, uh, you're putting your, your life on the line for their sake. And that's what Jesus did. He came to die for us. That's what attracted his disciples for him, uh, toward him because he loved them so much. He was bold in his love, and he was bold in his witness. And he told them that, uh, that he will die one day. They even de didn't believe it. He said, the Son of Man must uh, die, and on the third day, uh, day be raised from the dead in victory. We thank God that when we look at the cross, we also see resurrection. And that gives us boldness as well. The disciples were in fear after the cross. But when they, he was resurrected, they were able to stand there in public. And Peter stood 
on the day of Pentecost, when preached the gospel of repentance boldly, and 3,000 people from 17 nations mentioned in the book of Acts chapter 2 accepted Jesus, and they were joined to the church. Brothers and sisters, be bold in character, in faith, in prayer, also in witness, so that you'll be effective in reaching Muslims. And may the Lord bless you.